Hey everybody, welcome back to Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. It's been a minute. It's been um a month since I suppose pretty much basically now. Um I know, bad on my part. Adjusting new life, whatever, right? In Vancouver now. So I've just kind of been focusing on myself, you know, with school and shit. Haven't really had time, but I figured now's as good as time to come back because I have well, I don't have to, but I want to give you my MLB playoff picks. And I want to give my NHL season picks because NHL starts tomorrow and MLB starts tomorrow playoffs as well. So, uh, I don't think there's anything too crazy about them. But you'll see. So, yeah, let's get into it. Simmons, is this the dagger? Oh! scores! And Vladdy drills it to left. His chase throws it up for grabs. He's got McCann. What a play! What a goal! Travel Van Vliet throws it up. Oh, he puts it in! Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Alright, so start off in the MLB. That's a big one. That's the playoffs, you know. And shall regular season, sure it matters, but not as much as playoffs. So I'll go. I'll do wild card AL side first, and then ALDS, ALCS, jump over the NL. So, I'll start with Jays Mariners, because it's the most important series. It's my two favorite teams. Obviously, I'm a Jays fan first, Mariners come second. So, if the Jays lose, I'm going to be hurt. It won't hurt as much, because it's to my second favorite team. And I'm hopping on the Mariners bandwagon if the Jays lose. So... But that being said, I'm gonna take the Blue Jays, and I'm it. It new format is best of three in the wild card. Jays have home field for all three games if there need to be three games. I have the Jays taking this in two games, but I think they're gonna be really close. I just game one goes tomorrow. I cannot see Manoa pitching that game and the Jays losing that game. I can't. Even though Castillo is going, I can't see them losing it. The Mariners do have the better bullpen. They might have the better depth of starting pitching, but I like I would take Manoa over Castillo in a heartbeat, in my opinion. Um, not a heartbeat might be biased. I don't know. Manoa is probably going to be a Cy Young candidate. Um, I'm taking them to win it. That game, and then game two comes. It's probably going to be Robbie Ray versus either Gosman or Stripling. Jays could depend. I would I would assume they just go Stripling or Gosman regardless. Unless that fingers needs another day, whatever, I don't know. I think Robbie Ray is going to struggle. I think the Jays are going to, like, they. he was on their team last year. They're going to figure out what he's going to do, how he's going to attack him, I think. And I, in, like, three postseason starts, I think he has not been that good. So that's kind of why I'm leaning towards Jays in two. It really could not be Jays in two. It could be Mariners in two. It could be... Mares in three, Jays in three. I don't know, right? My gut's telling me Jays in two. Roger Center is going to be bumping this weekend. Um, I don't think the Jays are losing a home playoff game. At least not these two. I think they're going to the ALDS. And I, yeah, I really wish the Jays and Mariners, like I kind of wish they were playing each other because it's just great entertainment. 
But at the same time, I wish they didn't because then I'd have two teams cheer for in the AL side. But they are, so i got to pick one. i got to go to the Jays. I think they're the better team, better lineup, better top-end pitching, pitching depth, probably not. Bullpen's better for the Mariners. But I think the Jays are taking this in two, seeing as they're going to throw out their two horses in the first two games, in my opinion. And I think they're going to shove, and Mariners are going to go home. Not to discredit the Mariners, though, because I've been loving their run. And it's great that they got in the postseason. That walk-off dinger they hit to get in was absolutely electric. Guardians and Rays, I th- expect these games to be really, really low scoring, I think. Um, neither offense really is that great to me. Um, I'm going to take the Guardians in three games over the Rays. I just really like their bullpen. Their, t- their staff isn't like super blow me away good but it's it's solid same as the Rays not super blow me away good but it's it's really solid I'm taking the Guardians because I think it's hot team enters and wins Guardians are really hot coming into the playoffs Rays have lost I think six in a row coming into the playoffs Eddie honestly could go two games um but I like their bullpen I think their starters can do a good enough job and I think their offense can like squeak one out Maybe a couple runs. Uh, it it's really really tough one to predict. Might honestly be the toughest one to predict for me in this. But I'm gonna take them in three games. And then ALDS, so that would leave us with an Astros Jays series and a Guardians Yankees. Astros Jays, man. I said at the start of the year the Jays were gonna win the World Series, and I really really want that to be true. But. Do I really think they're getting past the Astros, who have been to five straight ALCSs? I don't think so. I really don't. Um, and it really pains me. I think it's going to be a really close series. And if they can somehow pitch Manoa in Game 2 and get him back for Game 5, because that's where I think it's going. I think it's Astros in 5. If they could get him back for Game 5, then maybe it, it happens. But I just, yeah, no, I can't. Like, the Astros are too dominant this year. I think the Jays can give them a run, but their bullpen is too good. Their lineup is just really well-balanced. They got Verlander at the top, and then just a lot of depth depth behind them in the starting rotation. Yeah. Astros in five over the Jays. And Guardians-Yankees. Here's my hot take. The Guardians are going to beat the Yankees in four games in this series if it gets there. Um, I don't think the Yankees are, like, that great besides Aaron Judge. Sure, their lineup's pretty solid, but, like, if they're struggling, which they have been at times in this year, and it's only Judge producing, they're screwed. But if Judge, like, if they can somehow contain Judge, too, and still shut down the rest of their lineup, Guardians are going to win the series, and I think their pitching staff is better. I think their bullpen is almost better than the Yankees. Is better than the Yankees. Sorry, I'm pretty sure they had like the best bullpen in the majors this year, statistically speaking, at least. Um. And yeah, I just Garrett Cole has not been good in the playoffs in recent memory, and like I don't know if I trust the Yankees rotation. I think I trust Nestor, but like the other, like Tyone, and uh, I believe it's Severino gonna pitch for him in the postseason I don't know if I trust them and 
I think there's always that one surprise team that kind of makes like a run. Like last year was the Red Sox. Nobody really thought they were going to do anything. I think this year it's the Guardians who are going to make that surprise run. And I'm going to take them in four games over the Yankees. Championship Series, Astros, Guardians. That's where I take the Astros over the Guardians, though. I think their run falls short there. Um, I think the Astros are just a much better team than the Guardians. I think their hot hand kind of runs out there. Astros to the World Series. Again, sadly. I know. I hate it. And a wild card now. I'm going to take the Cardinals over the Phillies in three games. Um, I'm not sure if I trust the Cardinals pitching staff to put them to win them in two games. That's why I kind of have it going three. But I think their offense can beat out the Phillies offense two games out of the three. Could be a high score in those games, to be honest. I would not be surprised. Um, and yeah, Phillies, cool story. You made, you beat your drought for the first time since 2011. You're back in the playoffs. Don't think it's going to last that long. Same as the Mariners, but it's good that they both got in. Mets, Padres. I'm going to take the Mets in two games over the Padres because they got Scherzer going game one. I think he's going to shove, and I don't think the Padres are going to be able to hit him. And if you pitch to Grom game two, I've heard rumors that they might save him for the NLDS. If, but you would think they would just pitch him, right? You got to win to get there at least. So I think they would pitch him. And I th- if if DeGrom and Scherzer pitch in that series, they're not losing. They won't. So even if it goes three games, if they decide, oh, let's say they win game one with Scherzer and then they don't pitch him game two and then they lose that game, they'd go DeGrom for game three 100%. They're not losing that game, in my opinion. I don't think anyone can really touch DeGrom besides apparently Braves did in just this week. So yeah, but I'm going to take him two in anticipation that DeGrom is going to pitch game two. And LDS, it would leave a Dodgers versus Mets and Braves versus Cardinals. Starting off with Dodgers-Mets, I have the Dodgers winning four games. I think the fact that DeGrom and Scherzer are probably going to both pitch in that game one and two of the wildcard series is going to not make them unavailable for games one and two against the Dodgers. So I don't really see them winning those games on the road. You go back to New York, then you'll have DeGrom or Scherzer pitching, whoever you want. They'll probably win there. But then, I think next game, and it was probably going to be DeGrom or Scherzer again, but I think they're going to be able to touch them. The Dodgers were going to get to them. And their rotation is, the the rotation is a little bit scary, but if they can match up good in that series, then I think they'll be okay. And then, Braves Cardinals in the NLDS. I'm taking the Braves in a sweep in three games in that series. Um, I just really don't know if I trust that Cardinals pitching staff, and I really, really am eye on the Braves this year. Said at the beginning of the year, I think I said Blue Jays Braves in the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, and I think Braves are actually sick this year. They've gotten almost better than last year, it seems like, and they won the World Series last year. They did get better, actually, win-wise. Um, they got younger, they got like three or four rookies, I swear, on their team who are going to win NL Rookie of the Year, it seems like. Um, and it kind of sucks, because I, if Jays get knocked out, Mariners get knocked out, Cardinals might be my bandwagon team 
because I would love to see Pujols and Yachty and uh, Wainwright go out one last time with the championship. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, though. uh, NLCS, sorry. We have the Braves-Dodgers again. Rematch. I'm taking the Braves over the Dodgers in seven. I don't know why. Something about the Dodgers in the playoffs scares me. They always kind of find a way to choke. Um, Dodgers win World Series apparently in shortened seasons. Well, 2020 proved that. And then they were heavy favorites going in last year. What they do? Lost in the NLCS to the Braves. I think that's the same case again. I think the Braves are going to be like the new juggernaut of the NL after this. Uh, so that sets up a rematch in the World Series of the Braves and Astros. Same as last year. Um, taking the Braves in seven games over the Astros. I, I really am high on the Braves this year, and I wanted to pick Braves Jays. Can't really stick to that. I'm obviously cheering for Braves Jays World Series. I would love to be wrong and say the Jays make it there, but... I think the Braves are loaded, and if I had to pick a World Series MVP, I'm going to choose, I'm actually going to choose Matt Olson. I think that he's going to play really, really well and make Braves fans just completely forget about Freddie Freeman, even, well, not completely, but like, make the front office like not regret the decision or something like that. Um... I think talent-wise, over their lineup, I think they're better. Pitching staff, I would probably slightly give the Astros. Bullpen is really... I would probably go Astros as well. It's close, but I'd probably go Astros. So yeah, that's my take. Um, Braves winning the World Series. So let's move on to my NHL season predictions now. Um, I'll start off with my standings predictions for each division, who's getting the wild cards, whatnot. Then I'll go to my playoff prediction. Then I'll do my awards predictions. And that'll be that. So I'll start off in the Pacific. I really did want to pick Calgary here, but I'm going to choose Edmonton and the one spot. Um, I think Edmonton honestly might win the better. Nah, mm, yeah, honestly, Edmonton's going to win the President's Trophy. You heard me say it. I really don't know if I'm going to trust it, but Edmonton win the President's Trophy. You heard my words. Um, I th- I wanted to pick Calgary, but I think Calgary's just going to struggle a little bit uh, here and there in the season. I think just kind of gelling together with... Uh, not Kachuk. Kachuk's gone. Um, with Huberto and Calgary now, they're you know, kind of new team, almost new identity and Uyghur. Um, It's going to take a bit for them to gel in, but I think they should be fine. So that's why I have them finishing at two, Edmonton at one. Um, Edmonton finally has a goalie in Jack Campbell somewhat. He's better than Mike Smith, that's for sure, and Koskinen. Um, they have, they re-signed Kane, which was perfect. Holloway honestly might be an absolute stud of a rookie, apparently, if he's putting up four points a game like he did against Vancouver with a hat trick. Um, obviously, he's not going to put up four points a game, but if he can play solid top six minutes, produce like 45, 50 points his rookie year, I think Edmonton fans would be A-OK with that. Uh, in my number three, I'm taking the Kings. I think the Kings are still young. They're still developing. I think they're only going to 
really improve from here. They'll get Doughty back. They added Fiala in the offseason. Uh, Arvidsson will be back. This team is good. It's going to be good, and they're just still getting better, and they could get Chikrin. They could go make some blockbuster trade. Maybe they go after Patty Kane if by the deadline or something. I don't know. They got the young pieces to do it. Why not do it, bolster your offense? It's kind of what they need now. Maybe some defensive help too, but uh, the only thing that susses me out about LA is their goaltending situation because Quick was like on the downhill and then just suddenly revived himself last year. I wonder if, and like Cal Peterson was supposed to be their next, their future, and then he wasn't good last season. I don't know if I trust either of them. Maybe I don't think they'll go look to get somebody else, but maybe. I don't know if there's anybody else going to be out there. John Gibson's not getting traded to the Kings, that's for sure. But I have him at number three. In the number four spot, I have Vancouver, and I have Vancouver as a wild card number two in the in the West. Um, I don't get why people are writing them off. Like, yeah, our defense is good. Yeah, our like we have really good forward depth, in my opinion. Like, we can run three lines strong, four lines strong, even. Um, obviously the fourth wouldn't be as good, but like we have when you have PD Miller and Horvat down the middle, I think you're gonna be a okay. First full season under Bruce, you got an elite goaltender in Thatcher Demko, Spencer Martin. He sh- as long as he's better than Halak, I think last year, then we'll be fine. Um, but I don't get why people are saying, oh, they're not gonna be that good. Whatever their defense sucks. Yeah, our defense sucks, and yet we were still somewhat of a d- decent defensive team last year. I think we give up, like, the least 5-on-5 five five goals in the league. It was mostly just our penalty kill that was killing us. And if we fix that, we're going to be fine, in my opinion. Um, so, don't get why people are saying that. And as long as we stay healthy, we aren't really healthy right now. Hopefully that changes before the season starts next week or whatever, right? Or just if it takes a weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty high on Vancouver this year. They could honestly be a top three in the Pacific this year. I could see it. It's probably not going to happen, but I could see it. Don't sleep on it. Um, I have Vegas finishing at five. I don't trust their goaltending situation whatsoever. That forward group and the defensive group is good, yes. The forward top end is good. The depth is a little bit concerning. The defense is good. They are so cap-strapped, though. They're not going to be able to make any trades, I bet, unless somebody goes down with an injury. Their goaltending situation, not good, terrifies me. I don't think it's going to be good enough to get them into the playoffs. At number six, I have Seattle. I think Seattle's actually doing really well with their rebuild, let's call it, even though they just came into the league last year. Um, I like the Burakovsky signing. I like they signed... Um, fuck, who did Seattle sign? Hold on. Right, they didn't sign anyone. They traded for all of your Bjorkstrand for like dirt cheap because Columbus had to move him to sign Goudreau. Um, sneaky good pickup. If Baneers and Wright, I don't expect them to be superstars right away, but like if they just have good rookie years, they'll be okay. They're just kind of lacking a superstar up there, but their Baneers or Wright is probably going to be that, maybe both. Um, their defense... Not too, too sold on it, but it isn't the worst thing in the world. I do like that they have Larson and Alexiak, two good shutdown D, with Dunn and Schultz, two good offensive D. 
kind of split those up. But there's third pair I'm not really sold on. But they'll be fine, I think. I think they're going to improve. I don't think Grubauer's going to be as bad as he was last year. Um, so, yeah. That's, um, that's where I see him. At number seven, I have the Anaheim Ducks. I think that we might see them, like, step back almost. Like, I don't see them stepping forward. They kind of lost a lot of key pieces on that roster last year. And I'm a little surprised people are kind of putting them as high as five I've seen. I don't really see it. I think they honestly might. And, like, another thing, too. This is going to be a huge tanking year. There is going to be so many teams, in my opinion, who are just tanking for the bottom of the league, trying to get Connor Bedard. And rightfully so. They should. But. And I think Anaheim could be one of those teams. Because if you get Bedard and you have McTavish and you have, and then you have Zegris and Terry on like those two four as your top guys, holy, you're scary for the future, like very very scary. Uh, and at number eight, I have San Jose. Uh, I think everyone pretty much has San Jose coming at the bottom of this division. Trading burn signals the rebuild is like starting. It's coming. They're just kind of stuck in no man's land, and that's not where you want to be. Like, at least Seattle and Anaheim know where they are. They're rebuilding teams. Vegas, they should be a playoff team. Vancouver is trying to compete for playoffs. LA playoffs. Calgary Cup. Edmonton Cup. You shouldn't be a team that's kind of like, oh, should we go for playoffs? Should we go for the bottom standings? That's what San Jose is. So, that's why I have them coming at number 8. Those teams never work out. Central Division... Hot take. I have St. Louis finishing as the one seed in the Central. I don't. I, I kind of just see Colorado coasting through the regular season, if that makes sense. Like, they don't really need to be good. They know they're good. They don't. They, they might take them a while to, like, develop chemistry wise. And, like, who knows if Gorgiev or Franco is really the answer in net. As for losing Kemper and the a loss of Kadri is probably going to hurt. So that's why I kind of have them. Um, St. Louis at one. I think St. Louis kind of... No, I think they're more of a regular season team than Colorado is. Colorado, I have them at number two. Just stated my reasons why. Number three, I have Nashville. I really actually did like their offseason. They added Ryan McDonough. His contract isn't great, yeah, but like for now, great piece. And you gave up like dirt cheap for him, pretty much. It was basically just salary dump. And McDonough is still a good player. Um, the offense... Could use some work, but like the defense is really good. You have an elite goalie in Saros. And I think with the subtractions Minnesota had, it puts them above them. Number four, Minnesota. Los Viala. Couldn't really do anything free agency wise. I think they're going to take a slight step down. And with these cap penalties getting badder, worse and worse, sorry. You could see that for a couple years. I'm not sure. And Minnesota is my wild card, number one, by the way. Um, Number five, I have Dallas missing out of the playoffs. I, Jason Robertson just signed today, uh, last night. Sorry, uh, four years, seven point seven five AAV. That's a really good deal for Dallas, except for the fact that he's going to hit free agency, and I believe it's actually not four years; it's five. Um, because he can be a qualifying get a qualifying offer, like sign a bigger deal, um, and he will get a bag then because. Cap is expected to go up by like 10 mil by then. Um, 
And I think he's going to, like, he hasn't had a camp. He's not really going to get a camp because the season starts next week. I think we're going to see, like, the Pedersen effect here where Pedersen, like, didn't come to camp till late uh, two years ago and he really, really struggled. Or was it last year? No, it was last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Pedersen didn't get his deal and kind of struggled to start off the year or whatever. This is what I kind of see with Robertson. I think he'll be fine, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him struggle to start the year, and it's really going to hurt Dallas because they really need him to perform. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I stand on it. Number six, I have Winnipeg, another team that's kind of stuck in no man's land, if you ask me. Um, really good top six, real, really solid goaltender, but the defense and the bottom six is not good. Needs work. And I think that's going to hurt them because you need to have good depth. You can't run two lines the whole time. And I feel like that's what Winnipeg might do. If they buy into Rick Bonus's defense structure, sure, maybe they get him, but I don't see it. Um, number seven, I have Arizona. They're in the tank for Bedard year. They rightfully so. They're still young. I would give them another year or two before they start really competing for a playoff spot. Probably two. Probably two years before they start competing for a playoff spot where all those young guys come up who start taking over. Which is good for them because they're playing in a college arena and I don't think they're going to want to play there. And so two years from now, you will be in a new arena. Hopefully, Oh, no, it wouldn't be two years from now. It'd be like four years. Ugh, fuck. <laughs> Arizona needs to relocate. That's a whole other topic. Last in the division, I have Chicago. I think Chicago is going to trade Patty Kane eventually. Maybe Jonathan Taves. I don't know if anyone's really going to want his contract, but they might be able to move it. Um, they're not going to be able to move Seth Jones' contract, but they are going to be bad. They're rightfully tanking for Bedard. They should be. And it's good that they realize that because it's time for a rebuild. <clears throat> Metro Division. Uh, I have Carolina finishing in the one spot. First in the East, actually, too. Um, I'm really, really high on Carolina this year. Pacioretty comes back about halfway through the year. Their offense is going to be juiced once that happens. Their defense already juiced. Freddie Anderson, if he stays healthy, was going to be a Vesna candidate last year, it seemed like. So, yeah, that's where I stand with Carolina. Number two, I have New York. Shesterkin's probably going to put up another like Vesna-type year. Unless we'll see if he does. Um, and then you have. I'm expecting a jump from Lafreniere this year. I don't know if I can say the same about Capocacco. I think he's pretty much a bust at this point. He's not very good. I've seen him play. He's not in person, but like on TV, he just does not wow me. Um, Lafreniere, I think, is ready to take that jump though. Uh, they brought in. Second line center, who they replaced Cop with? They replaced Cop with Trocek, right? Good addition. Although you lost Cop, you lost Strom. Two centers there. Replace him with um, Trocek, sorry, not Vitrano. Um, good to replace them, but you kind of needed two. I don't know if they're going to get two. Lafreniere kind of needs to take that jump. Number three, I have Pittsburgh. Um,. The core, I think, is going to go maybe for one last run here. 
I really actually would love Pittsburgh to win the cup out of the East or like get to the cup final. It'd be such a good story to see those three of Latang, Malkin, Crosby get there one more time. Um, and I think they're just always like a solid regular season team, even though the roster never really is that impressive. Those three always kind of find a way to get them to the playoffs. Uh, at number four in my wild card, number one, I have Washington. Sneaky good offseason, in my opinion. Pick up Strom, picking up Kemper. People are kind of writing them off, saying, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs. They'll be fine. It's Washington. They're always there. Um, I said last year that one of Pittsburgh or Washington wasn't going to get in. What happened? Both of them got in. I was dumbass. At number five, I have New Jersey, actually. I think you're going to see improvement from them. I liked the Platt edition. I don't know about the term for it, but I liked bringing a guy like him in. I think Jack Hughes is going to have a, like a breakout, breakout year. Um, he sure maybe takes another step in his development. Dougie Hamilton, if he stays healthy, will be great for them. Um, I see him coming in fifth, just kind of short of the playoffs a little bit. They'll be battling, but I'll, in the end, just a little short. Number six, I have Columbus. Um, just a weird offseason, obviously, picking up. Goudreau, the best free agent on the market, which is great, but he signed Good Branson by, to a 4x4. Four four. Makes no sense. Their defense is sucks. If they can go get Chikrin, though, they'll be okay, but you have a line of Goudreau, Kent Johnson, and Line A. That's a sick line. Um, but I'm not too sold on the rest of their team besides, like, Wierenski, and they have a good goaltenders in Merzlikens and uh, Corpusalo. That's a solid tandem. But I think they're a little bit off. Maybe another year before they start really competing. I think once Pittsburgh and Washington start to decline, you'll see like New Jersey and Columbus. Pittsburgh and Washington decline. Yeah, New Jersey and Columbus will start to kind of make their way into that conversation of the playoff teams. At number seven, I have the Islanders. I hated their offseason. Despised it. Worst offseason league. Didn't like sign anyone. You re-signed Barzell. You re-signed your RFAs. Um... Barzell, in my opinion, was an overpay. Got signed eight years, 9.15. After a 60-point year last year, don't really like it. There's Pryor, sure. That's a great con. Probably a solid deal. Last year, based off his production, I would probably sign him for like 8 mil. But now you're kind of stuck with him. And if he doesn't produce this year, oh man, look out. Um, and coming last in the division, I have Philadelphia. Another team that's stuck in no man's land. They're probably going to try and still compete to win this division somehow, but they're too stupid to realize that they have no hope. They're going to be bad. They should be tanking for Bedard. I hope they actually realize that they need to tank because they suck. It's Philadelphia. They're not good this year. <laughs> um, Atlantic Division. Number one, I have Tampa. I don't like putting Tampa as my number one because I feel like they're one of those teams that's going to coast through regu the regular season. That being said, I don't really like any other team in this division. Like, I th think it's got, like, a bunch of playoff teams, but not a bunch of division winners, if that makes sense. Um, number two, I'll take Toronto. I don't want to pick them to win the division because I don't like know if I really trust their goaltending situation. And it's the Leafs. Come on, let's be real. Do they ever win their division? Probably not. Um, three, I have Florida think they were aggressed losing well when you trade the Kachuk trade I think will be fine in the long run in the short term not so great because you lost 
two of your best players to get him, and he's maybe not even better than Huberto was. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them, and, like, the gel might take a while to, you know, they might take a few games to mesh or whatever. Um, and their defense, not that good. Bobrovsky, probably going to regress. Spencer Knight, if he takes a step, that would be huge for him. Don't know if it will happen. So we'll see. Uh, coming in with wild card number two and fourth in the division, I have Ottawa, actually. I think they're ready. I think they had one of the best off-seasons, if you ask me. Actually, probably the best off-season. Um, and... Yeah, that's kind of where I stand on them. Dabrinkit looks really good. Giroux looks great for the kids already. Um, really good top six. Forward depth, it's, top nine is all right. Top the, the, the bottom six isn't like that great, but the top six is like solid. Uh, I'm not too, too sold on top nine, though. Like I said, um, getting there. Defense, not really sold on. Shabbat's good. Branchum needs to develop. I don't know if he will. He needs to take another step forward. Uh, if they get Chikorin, though, then I think they'll be fine. But they kind of their right side really, really sucks. So they got to fix that. Uh, goaltending, they are running with Talbot and Anton Forsberg. Talbot's out five to seven weeks. Forsberg, if he can hold the fort for the first couple weeks, they'll be fine. But they need to get out a good to a good start because odds are Boston. It's going to be probably Ottawa or Boston. You know, there's going to be a fight. Boston's probably going to struggle to start because they don't have Martian, they don't have McAvoy, they don't have, I believe, Grizzlick, I think, to start the year or something like that. They're down a bunch of bodies to start the year. So they need to get out to a good start and hold that lead for the rest of the year. Number six, I have Detroit in the division. I'm going to start seeing signs of improvement. I think they're another probably a year off before they're really, really competing for a playoff spot. Um... But, like, really good direction they're going in. Cider's sick. Raymond's going to be really good. Larkin's still there. Just too many top-heavy teams in the East, in my opinion. I think they'll struggle a little bit. Number seven, I have Buffalo in this division. Um, I think we're starting to see Buffalo finally trend upwards. I don't think it's a playoff spot yet. I think there's still got a bit of work to go, but they're actually trending upwards for once. And looking like a playoff team, he that was for the first time since, like, what, 2018 when Eichel started developing, or 2019. Um, and then last in the division, I have Montreal. Don't really trust Montreal defensively. Goaltending-wise, not really sold on it either, especially if Jake Allen goes down. They actually have a kind of exciting forward group, but, yeah, I'm putting them at 8. I just think the rest of the division's better. Uh, playoffs, so we'll do the West first and then go to the East. Round one, uh, your matchups would be Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary versus LA, St. Louis versus Minnesota, Colorado versus Nashville. Uh, Edmonton versus Vancouver, I'll take Edmonton in six games over Vancouver. I don't think Vancouver can stop McDavid and Dreisaitl, mostly McDavid. but um, And then Calgary would be play LA. I have Calgary beating LA in five games. I think Calgary's going to really start to click by then. And I don't know how much of a chance LA's going to get. Uh, St. Louis, I have defeating Minnesota in six games. I just, 
I'm I'm high on St. Louis this year, and you'll see in a little bit how high I am on them. Um, Colorado beating Nashville in six games. I think Nashville bringing in McDonough is a good piece for them to help potentially compete better against Colorado, but it's Colorado. I don't see them losing. Uh, in round two, I have Calgary actually beating Edmonton in seven games. I think, like... I think once this team clicks and they get more chemistry, they're going to be scary, and that's going to happen in the second half of the year, and that's kind of a terrifying sight for hockey fans because, honestly, Calgary might be better than they were last year. So if it works out the way I think it's going to, they're going to click in the second half, and it's just going to roll in the playoffs, and you need to be hot going in the playoffs. That's when I see Calgary being. And then I have St. Louis beating Colorado in seven games in the second round as well. Um, I kind of don't think Colorado's going to repeat. I think they lost too many pieces to go repeat. Um, and I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I think they're, they're going to run out of gas in the tank or, so round three, St. Louis versus Calgary. I have St. Louis winning in six games in that series. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of high on St. Louis this year. Don't know why. Just that's who I'm high on for whatever reason. Uh, on the East round one now, uh, Carolina would play Ottawa, Pittsburgh would play New York, Tampa would play Washington, Florida would play Toronto. Uh, Carolina, I have beating Ottawa in four games. I don't. Ottawa's gonna get there. I don't think Carolina. Carolina's gonna be fully healthy. Hopefully by then, they're very loaded. Don't see Ottawa putting up much of a fight, to be honest. I have Pittsburgh over New York in six games. I think Pittsburgh, like, almost should have, could have won in five games last year. And then Crosby got hurt for two, and then they messed. They didn't have a goalie. Um, New York could have easily been out in the first round instead of going to the East Finals. So, I have Pittsburgh beating them here. And then I have Tampa. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Tampa beating Washington in seven games. I think Washington... All season was sneaky good, and I think they're going to put up a good battle against Tampa, but never pick against the champ. Or, well, they're not the champs anymore, but these champs will call them because they've been that for the last three years. And uh, I have Toronto beating. No, I'm just kidding. That Toronto's not getting out of the first round again. I have Florida beating them in seven games. Um, I just. I can't pick Toronto to win in the first round. Like, I can't. Seriously can't. So why why should I? Uh Round two, Carolina versus Pittsburgh, Tampa versus Florida. I have Carolina winning over Pittsburgh in six games. Um I just think I would love to see Pittsburgh win that series and them go on another run, but this is Carolina's year. You'll see in a sec. Tampa beating Florida in five. Don't like Florida's offseason, really. They got worse. They're the same second-round exit. Maybe not, They'll probably win a game this time, but they ain't beating Tampa again. Or again, at all. <laughs> uh, and then Carolina, I have beating, finally knocking off Tampa Bay in seven games in the East Final. And my then Stanley Cup Final, I have Carolina over St. Louis in six games. This is the year for Carolina to win. What ha- like they have the defense, they have the forward depth, they have the goaltending. 
and they've been through that st- the, the like playoff heartbreak ever since 2018 when they lost in the East Final, then 2019 they first or first round exit. I don't know, but they've been through the playoffs like five years now or whatever. Haven't won shit. This is their year where they finally get over the hump and win, kind of like how Colorado was last year. So I have Carolina beating St. Louis in six games. Quickly bang out my awards here. Uh, for the heart, I have Connor McDavid. Not much to say. I think if Edmonton wins the President's Trophy, he's going to put up like 130 points, maybe 135. <laughs> Art Ross, McDavid. Like I said, my points total there. Uh, Rocket, I'll give it to Matthews, even though because he probably will score like 55. I don't think he's going to get 60 again. I don't. I think people don't really... It's like how hard getting 60 is. Um, yeah, but Dryside will be close, I think, but not quite. Uh, Selkie, I'm going to give it to Bergeron because it's Bertrice Bergeron. He's, if he wins another one, they better name the trophy after him. Uh, for the Norris... Everyone's choosing Kale McCart. My hot take on this, I have Miro Heiskanen winning the Norris. I think with Suter, or sorry, with uh, Klingberg out of town now, they need somebody to step up offensively on that back end. I think that is Miro Heiskanen. I think he has the tools to develop that game. Um, And I, I, that's my hot take. I think he could put up like 70 points this year and play really good defense and win it over McCart. For my Calder pick, I have Matty Beneers just because he is getting so much opportunity in Seattle. They don't really have a superstar. They're hoping it can be him. He put up nine points in ten games prior to at the end of the last year when he got called up. Um, that's what I see him doing this year. Kind of maybe not not almost a point per game. Um, I would say. 60 points, 65 points reasonable for him. And he's getting all the opportunity, all the minutes to produce. Vesna, I'm going to choose UC Soros because I really like that Ryan McDonough pickup and I like their defense. I think they can produce in front of him and he, all he's got to do is make a few saves. He'll be fine. He's going to put up great numbers. Jack Adams, I will give to Rob Brindamore because, well, I could give it to Woodcroft if I want, but I think... If Carolina's first in the East, it will go to Brindamore. I think he is the best coach in the NHL. GM award, I'll give it to Pierre Dorian because of what he did with Ottawa this year. Um, could go to... Uh, who is I going to give it to, actually? Cal- oh, Tree Living in Calgary. Obviously, he could get it to. Phenomenal job of an offseason after losing Goudreau and Kachuk, your two best players. Yeah, so... That's it for me. That's all I got to say. I kind of rushed through that. I know. I know. Um, throat's kind of feeling iffy now. <laughs> A lot of talking. Whew. All right. Yeah. That's it for me. Those are my NHL and MLB picks. Uh, debate me if you want. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Got this hard. Thanks for listening. If not, peace out.